Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Thomas Welch, and it's just me today, but we're going to be going over uh, a little bit of blues news. Uh, There's a little update with Alex Petrangelo that I don't know if you guys have seen, so we're going to dig into that. Um, But in bigger news, league-wide, the Dallas Stars are making it to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time in 20 years. So I think we're going to start off with a recap of that game. We're also going to go into the Islanders lightning game, which is going on right now. So without further ado, the Dallas Stars. Going to the Stanley Cup Final in storybook fashion, right? An overtime victory over the Golden Knights, 3-2. to Giryan off with the game-winning goal. Assisted from uh, from Kivi, Kivi Ranta, who also had the game time goal, I believe. I mean, at, at this point, you have to address the fact that this feels like a storybook ending for the Dallas Stars. I mean, you take a look at at the lineup that they have, and they're just getting help from guys all over their team. I think Guriano currently leads their team with nine goals, who's not a name you expect to see up there. Uh, Jamie Ben's up there with eight. Pavelski, I believe, has nine. Miro Heiskanen's doing his thing on the back end, providing an insane amount of points. I think Klingberg has the second most assists on the team, and obviously Q Dobin's holding it down in the net for the Stars. So I think... We, we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but I think people are really underestimating this team and how everyone's kind of bought into the mentality. Um, they all want a piece of the cup. Obviously, there's no, there's no assumption that there's going to be an asterisk next to it for them because um, everybody's doing their part. And even a guy like Tyler Sagan, I think he's got two goals in the playoffs this year. He, he doesn't even have to be that production point getter guy because he's doing everything blocking shots winning faceoffs, all the things that teams need guys like him to step up and do like if they're not scoring goals they need to find another role to play in I guess the overall success of their team and he seems to be doing that really well right now so to start the game off in the first period uh, the only action we had was 8 minutes and 14 seconds in Chandler Stevenson Put Vegas on the board with the first goal of the game, assisted by Shea Theodore. Who else? Alexander Tuck. Um, Nothing happened in the second period. We go to the third period, and Riley Smith scores for Vegas, so they go up 2-0 in a desperation game where they're facing elimination. You would think a team like this that hasn't missed the playoffs yet in in their infancy as a team you would think they'd understand, hey, maybe we should keep the foot on the gas. And kind of, kind of, as Armstrong says, put the dagger in, dag- stab the dagger into their eye. Um, but they let, they let, uh, they let Dallas stick around. 
And at 9.54, Jamie Benn scored his eighth goal of the playoffs, assisted by Alexander Radulov, who's also had a very good playoffs, and Issa Lindell, who everybody likes to remember last year as as the diving team champion. Um, but he's actually a very good player as well. And then with three minutes to spare, Kivi Ranta, who else? With the equalizer. Sends it to OT, where they button down, and then he gets... Or he doesn't get the assist, actually. It was Rupe Hinson Klingberg on Kirianov's OT game winner. But I think for Vegas, like you saw those tweets from their, from their Twitter about like pain and like, oh, we couldn't have done it without the fans and stuff. But really, I think they need to start like... Vegas fans don't even understand how difficult it is to make the playoffs, how difficult it is to win a Stanley Cup or even get to the Stanley Cup. Um, Just because in their history, they've never had a season where they've missed it or really had like heartbreaking losses, in my opinion. But this game, I feel like is the closest thing for them just because like it is an elimination game, right? And they're up two goals to none going into the third period, end up losing it 3-2. That's kind of a heartbreaking loss. Um, but I think you also have to give credit to the fight in this Dallas team. And I think we talked about that a little bit on yesterday's podcast. But that's the reason why I feel like this team is so similar to last year with the Blues, kind of having like a situation where everybody's bought in, everybody's doing their part, they're getting goal and point production from not just a couple of star-studded names on their lineup like the Tampa Bay Lightning are with Braden Point, um, with Victor Hedman, with Kucherov, with guys like that. Dallas is getting it from top to bottom. And then you bring Kudobin in, who had a 950 save. Let me rephrase. A 950 save percentage in the conference final. I mean, Dallas is a wagon. You got to just say it at this point. Dallas is a wagon. Um, So I think they have all the momentum going in. They get a break before uh, they get more games to break before Tampa Bay, which I think Tampa Bay is tied 1-1 right now. I wouldn't be surprised to see them lose tonight. I wouldn't be surprised to see them win. But that being said, at this point, I got to take Dallas. Because they're underestimated, like people underestimated them against Colorado. They they underestimated them against Vegas. And they came out both times in the Vegas one, I think, is huge. Like uh, people at the beginning of the playoffs were talking about how menacing Vegas looks, how their two-headed monster and goal was going to be a problem for teams, how they, how well they play all three zones, how good their possession is, how good they are at back-checking, all of these things. And Dallas comes in and says, hey, don't forget about us. So, I mean, you take a team like that, given all the, all the momentum that they have, uh, you saw the clip. We talked about it last time about um, step one fucking win. Step two beers with like seven S's. So these guys and another another thing not to dis, uh, disregard. They have a board full of pucks and they've got four left on that board. And the Blues had the same thing. So I'm not saying that there's something there. I'm not saying that there's not anything there. I'm all I'm saying. All I'm doing is pointing out similarities. Right. And the similarity is. 
it, I mean, the Blues had a, had a puck board and now Dallas has a puck board. So you can take that with a grain of salt. You can take that as gospel, whatever you want. I'm here for it, though. Honestly, I love I love seeing the visual, especially like the teams tweeted out. But I think the pucks are better when you get the game pucks in there and a visual to see like all, everything that you've accomplished as a team already. It's a marathon. You're in the last leg of it. You've got four games left between you and a Stanley Cup. So I think that's pretty cool. And another thing I think is really cool is rockauto.com. So chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. And rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers, like I said. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write locked in, locked on, sorry, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com but in the event your car doesn't work and you can't get outside of the house you've counted on restaurants and now they're counting on you and while their dining rooms may be closed they're still open for delivery with DoorDash and ordering is easy open the DoorDash app choose what you want to eat and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop off setting With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKEDONNHL. That's locked on NHL as the code. So that's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code locked on NHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Can't beat it. Now, let's break down the task at hand. We have a Tampa Bay Lightning team on the brink of a Stanley Cup final berth, trying to close out a desperate New York Islanders team. The score is currently 1-1. to I believe they're in the second period. Nope, they just started the third period right now. So, I'll keep you guys updated if anything happens while this is all recording. But, scoring started by Pollock, um, assisted by Nick Letty and Matthew Barsal. Um, in the first period, we go to the second period. Victor Hedman scores for the Lightning, assisted by Coleman and Shen. So... I think that's kind of what we've talked about with Tampa Bay, right? I mean, they're getting, and that's another thing is if Steven Stamkos comes back, that's going to be huge for them. But I think a lot of Tampa Bay Lightning fans are banking on that more 
more than they should, I think. Because, I mean, Blues fans have seen it firsthand when we got Vladimir Tarasenko back. And albeit, he obviously wasn't 100% because he went and got surgery again. But this feels more like a move of Stamkos coming back and wanting to be a part of something special as opposed to Stamkos coming back and being 100% healthy. And I think that's kind of where a problem lies because if you're a coach, you're not going to tell Stamkos he can't play, right? I mean, he's he's one of the premier guys in the league. He's making a ton of money. Uh, when he's at the top of his game, it's it's hard to, it's hard to match up against the guy. But that being said, is he at the top of his game? Because if you ask the dude, I'm I'm sure he's going to tell you that he is. But I think I think the problem is that people are going to expect too much from him. Maybe get disappointed. Um, maybe get aggravated with his play. Um, but then you've got a guy like Braden Point too, who we've seen banged up in this series, and he might not be a hundred percent. So I think leaning heavily on guys like that, which, in my opinion, Tampa Bay has kind of done throughout this this playoff series, which which with the production from Kucherov, with the production from Hedman, with the production from Point, all the guys like that. I think Dallas will be a good team in terms of a matchup to stabilize those kind of guys. I feel like they did a good job against Vegas and Colorado in doing that. Um, obviously, maybe not Nathan McKinnon, but I don't think anybody can really bring him down um but they did well enough to capture the victory right and so they have they have experience playing against teams with superstars they have experience playing against teams that have better rosters than them but each time they've come out on top and i feel like a sim in similar fashion um i think they'll be able to do the same thing to the lightning but i guess we'll see because this game's not even over yet <laughs> and I don't want to catch my count my uh, eggs before they're hatched. But the Lightning do have 17 shots on goal right now to the Islanders 11, beating them in faceoff percentage 51% to 48%. Islanders have the only power play, or they have three power plays to the, to the Lightning's one. So we could see that become a factor. Um, who knows? But I don't think. I don't think the Islanders are going to go down easy, but I think the Lightning have done a good job so far of not taking their foot off the gas, kind of like we saw Vegas did, like we just talked about, get a two-goal lead and become comfortable. I don't think the Lightning are going to have that same kind of mishap, but if they do, then that's going to poke some holes in their confidence. And I think it's easy for a lot of people to look at this Lightning team and the names that jump out on the page at your, like, obviously Kucherov, Point, all the guys that I've already talked about um, are being the highest point getters. But I think Vasilevsky's quietly been having a good playoff series as well. But the thing with this Lightning team is they haven't had to go up against the goaltending that Dallas has, essentially, you know? Like, Dallas beat Robin Leonard, Marc-Andre Fleury. Okay, Colorado wasn't very good. I'll give them that. But, I mean, if you can find out, if you can figure out Robin Leonard when he was playing, I think he had four shutouts over the playoffs. Arguably one of the best goaltenders 
that was left in the playoffs. And they figured them out. They found ways to get the puck into the back of the net and stabilize uh, the Vegas offense and defense, really, and find holes. Um, I think they've got the four rolling lines that everyone in the playoffs looks for. I think that's why the Blues were so crucial at playing the way that they did it's because they could like we talked about it all the time as blues fans like could, they could throw up that that fourth line of steen barbashev and sonquist against anybody's front top top first line top second line top third line it doesn't matter they could put them against any matchup they wanted and basically render them useless right and i feel like Dallas has something similar. Uh, maybe not so much with their fourth line, but that third line of Kiwi Ranta, Hints, and Perry, I think is has been very successful in this playoffs. And I think the production from Kiwi Ranta has shown that. I think the play um, from Hints has shown that. And Corey Perry is always going to be that little flying year. That's just annoying. Um, and guys like that, like Pess in the playoffs, like we saw it with Ryan Reeves. We saw it with David Perron. Um, I feel like the rats always get under people's skin and play a lot bigger role in the playoffs uh, than people normally expect them to. Like in the regular season, I don't think they have that big of an impact because their impact spans over uh, a larger majority of games. So it's easy to kind of disregard them and look at their points and all of these things, maybe like their defensive play or anything like that. All of these things and say, oh, they're they're not as important of a player as top point getters. But when it comes to the playoffs, I I feel like it's a mental struggle as much as it is physical. And guys like that will just wear you down, especially over a series. And you see it with Pat Maroon, too. He's the same kind of thing. Just getting under guys' skin, um, getting chirps from the from the benches. Guys will start thinking about them specifically when they're on the ice, as opposed to where the puck's at, as opposed to their teammates, as opposed to communication. Like if they get under your skin enough, it starts to be an absolute weapon. And we've seen that like the blues, I think were one of the best teams in the league at it. Uh, especially last year when we had Pat Maroon too. But I think this, I think this Dallas team is pretty good at it as well. Um, but they know, they know the right buttons to push and they know when to push the buttons. And they know like if you're up in a lead or if you're behind and you need goal scored, like it's probably not the best time to take a penalty. Like it's all about situational awareness. And I feel like Dallas, in my opinion, is the best team left in the playoffs at that. And maybe they might not be the most skilled and maybe they might not play the most entertaining brand of hockey. I know a lot of people don't like Dallas just because they're boring. And a lot of people don't like Dallas because of Jamie Benn. I get that too. I don't like Jamie Benn either. I don't really like Dallas, but I think you have to respect the game that they play, even if it's not the most entertaining one. And I think the matchup against whoever comes out of the other side, but it's looking like it's going to be Tampa Bay. Um, I think the matchup is favorable for them, especially with Qdobin playing the hockey that he is right now. And that's not to say that I think Tampa Bay doesn't play a successful brand of hockey. I think they play one of the most entertaining brands of hockey for sure. Um, 
especially with Stamkos in there. I think it's going to be a really fun series to watch. I feel like it's going to be six or seven games. It's not going to be a walk in the park for either team. Um, but I, and especially when compared to Dallas, I just feel like Tampa Bay is kind of soft. And speaking of being soft, talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like I lost my mojo or we avoid it altogether with excuses like I had a long day of work. Sorry, honey, I'm not, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship you that medication with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash XXX and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. So go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. Go check it out right now. They do great stuff over there. And we're going to take a break right now for an ad locator. And when we come back, we're going to talk some Alex Petrangelo. All right, so latest on Alex Petrangelo. If you haven't seen it, if you have seen it, if you're living under a rock, um, in an interview with 101 ESPN St. Louis, Jimmy Rutherford said the Blues number has now come up to 7.7 million, I believe. And they're trying to get to a number that's closer to 8.25, which I believe is the number that Alex Petrangelo is essentially looking for. Or that's the number he's looking for. The Blues are currently at 7.7. So the good news for Blues fans is, is that number is slowly starting to come up, right? I think last week they were talking about 7 and 5 or something ridiculous underselling. But I think Jeremy Rutherford said the Blues are trying to prepare themselves for life after COVID. So like the effects of COVID on the salary cap in their deal negotiations with Alex Petrangelo. Now, problem with that, if you've been listening to the pod um, over the last couple of weeks, is that I don't think you should be doing those kind of negotiations with your captain with one of the main reasons you went to the Stanley Cup, one of the best players on your team and one of the best defensemen in the NHL that everyone wants in free agency. And that is easily, easily like the highest touted free agency in this class. You want to you want to pick apart his contract and say, oh, well, we 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 can't really afford to pay this because no. He didn't do that with anybody else. He didn't do that with Shen. He didn't do that with Falk. You could have done it with anybody else. It didn't have to come to this. So it shouldn't have to come to this. Pay the man what he wants and go from there. I think that's 
I think that's reasonable. I think as Blues fans, that's what we all not really should expect per se, because you can, I mean, you kind of have to always expect the unexpected when it comes to hockey. But that's what I want personally is like, I get Armstrong trying to have all his ducks in a row and figure everything out in terms of budgeting. Like you're getting paid millions of dollars to do that. You're very good at doing that, obviously from the past and winning the Stanley cup. I get it, but I, I we can't have a situ. This is not the same situation as a David Backus. Is Alex Petrangelo is not the same player as David Backus. David Backus is a rough and tough kind of grinded out player whose physicality makes up for his, well, I guess it's essentially towards the end of his career, like his lack of speed, his lack of production, his lack of goal scoring. He brought that physical element to the team and he was a fantastic voice in the locker room and a fantastic captain. Alex Petrangelo is not that guy. He's a speed dude. He's got a high IQ. He's going to age like a fine wine. I know everybody keeps saying that, but I don't think Doug Armstrong believes it because if he did, he wouldn't be so he wouldn't be so scared of offering this dude a 10 year contract. Just give the guy what he wants. Give it, give him a blank check and say, here, sign this. He brought our city a Stanley Cup as the captain. He should get a he should get a, a statue outside of Enterprise. His jersey should hang in the rafters and he should retire as a blue. I think all blues fans are on the same page when it comes to that. And I get that like things have to happen before we have the money available. I understand. But you can't you can't just watch this dude walk away from your team, which if if you get to October 8th, I believe is when free agency starts, the the probability of that skyrockets, right? You can't let this dude walk away and be like, well, we tried, but he, he wouldn't come down to the number we felt comfortable at. It's like, no, he's been playing. His play has been playing above his contract for multiple years now. And I feel like there's a lot of guys on this team you can talk about that with, whether it's Tarasenko, whether it's Ryan O'Reilly. Well, Ryan O'Reilly obviously got it in a trade and we didn't really have any say in his contract. But the fact remains... This guy deserves to get paid. And you should want to be the team that pays him. Not the team that, oh, we we got him for cheap on a team-friendly deal. And even though he's still on our team, like, he's disgruntled. Like, that's not good for anybody. So, just make it happen. And we'll go from there. <laughs> now, I think another thing that's important to note is Alex Petrangelo just had another baby. Evelyn, Oliver, and Theodore now have a little sister. Alex and Jane had a baby girl named Julia Grace, who was born, I believe, last Saturday. Um, so that we need to take that into consideration, too, is that Alex Petrano, he doesn't want to leave St. Louis. Why would he want to pick up his entire family and move somewhere else? Like, that's the last thing on his mind. That's the last thing he wants to do. So don't force him to do it. Please don't force him to do it. He doesn't want to go play in Toronto over St. Louis. He doesn't want to go play for Vegas over St. Louis. So whoever's... I don't know he how where all this news is coming from. I'm sure it's from the Maple Leafs media because they like blowing everything related to Alex Petranzo out of proportion. But it's just not true. So 
Armstrong, make it happen. Keep the captain here. Let's keep the window open. And after that, uh, I think that's all I got to say for today. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Blues. You can follow me on Twitter at Twelcher15. And as always, let's go Blues. <laughs>